Hey survivors, it's Angie Atkinson and today at QueenBeing.com I'm going to introduce you to one of my fellow coaches. She's a very dynamic person. I'm really excited to introduce her to you because she's also a fellow narcissistic abuse survivor and she's going to share her story with us today. This was the first time I've done a recording this way. I used Zoom and for some reason the audio on my end is really bad so I apologize for that but you can hear her and she sounds great. I mean you can hear me, I just sound grainy and gross. I don't like it. Alright, so let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and this channel is all about teaching you what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. In case you haven't been here before, my name is Angie Atkinson, and this channel is all about helping you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in your life and take your life to the next level. If that sounds good to you, please hit that subscribe button. It'll get you one step closer to taking back your life. I am bringing you someone special. Her name is Coach Mo. Say hello, Coach Mo. Hi. <laughs> there she is. Isn't she beautiful? All right. Can you see me, guys? Okay. See, I'm talking. We have to stop that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Coach Mo, um, I'm just going to let her tell you about herself. Tell me. Tell us who you are. Tell us what you're all about. Sure. Great. Well, thanks. Well, first, let me say thank you for inviting me on your show today. Um, my name is Mernice Oliver, but my clients know me as Coach Mo. I am Queen Quiet Storm. I bring the calm to their business chaos. Um, I am really the president and head coach at Mernice Oliver Coaching, where I work with insurance agents and help them with one of my signature systems. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but it's primarily focusing on their productivity and efficiency in their agency and how to find revenue opportunities in that. And then secondly, I um, run a second agency where I'm a, um, the founder and CEO of Women Speak Connections. And that is really a women's uh, professional networking organization. And it's for women just like you and I who are maybe working a job and they're trying to run a business on the side and really trying to find out where it is they need to be in terms of uh, growth and development for their business, it can be lonely. Um, and maybe they're trying to transition to a full-time entrepreneur opportunity like we are now, and they need some support. And so I developed Women Speak Connections for that opportunity. Love it. Love it. That is good stuff. Okay. So you are also a narcissistic abuse survivor. Is that correct? I am. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can you tell us about the situation that you dealt with? Can you tell me a little bit about your narcissistic abuse situation? What did you go through? Well, my situation was I have someone that I really looked up to. Um, they were, are a part of my family, love them dearly. However, the relationship was not a healthy relationship. It was very toxic, um, very manipulative, controlling, using my emotions against me, kind of withholding their affection to get me to do the things that they wanted. Um, it was just a very, very difficult relationship because you don't want to think that about a family member, right? Particularly someone that's very close to you. Unfortunately, and, and it was difficult in that one, I didn't even want to acknowledge that that was an issue. Um, we always made the we always made the comment or the excuse. Oh, that's just the way that they are. You know, we're gonna overlook it. Well, you know how she is or he is. You know that kind of thing, but never holding that individual accountable for their own behavior. And what I mean by that is um, just going out of their way to make me feel about as small as they could, yeah. but then make it be my fault 
and then come back and try to build me up with gifts. You know, you made me do this. This is how, but, but I still care, love you. So let me back in so that I can do it all over again. It was just a vicious, vicious cycle. And it went on for years, for years, 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 years. And very recently, probably within the last two years, is when I began to really recognize something is wrong. You know, it's off here. This relationship is toxic. Here's the thing. When I was with them, I was suffocating. I felt like I couldn't breathe off weight on your chest. Yes, the weight on my chest. Yes. And, or when I knew that they were coming or I was going to be with them, my emotions would be all over the place. My heart would be racing because I knew it was going to be more of the same ish, you know, (laughs) that they were going to bring. And I knew how I would feel once they got here and once they left. And I would always have to rebuild myself up, you know, after it was kind of, I, it was never a physically abusive relationship, but I felt like I've been physically abused. I don't know if you know how, how that feels, or not, but once they left, I had to go and rebuild myself up and kind of rock myself and take care of myself and build myself up. And I thought, what the hell? Right. Excuse my language. Why am I doing this? And why do I value this relationship with this person above myself? Very good point. And so I really had to make a decision and it was tough. It was very hard and it's still difficult, but I had to choose me. Yes, absolutely. You did. Yes. So how did you get to that place where you were able to choose you? Well, one, because I was fixing my other, my clients' lives <laughs> with this chaos, because I'm queen, I'm queen quiet storm, and I bring the calm to their chaos. But that was all I was allowing into my life was chaos. Isn't that and so I decided if, I, if you're fixing it for other people, why are you not using it to fix what's going on in your own life? Excellent. Because here is what I do know for sure, Angie, you cannot help someone else beyond where you've helped yourself. And so where I thought I was being successful, my level of success was always going to be only at the level that I was willing to acknowledge my own crap and my own stuff. Absolutely. And so I was doing my clients a disservice because I refused to acknowledge the crap that was wrong in my own life. I feel you. And I know I'm not being very eloquent, but it's just the truth. You're being real. <laughs> yeah, I'm being real. Yeah. And that's just the way I felt. And so I had to put myself on a timeout. And I did. I put myself on a self-imposed timeout. And I really got clear on what was important to me. And that was my spiritual and my mental health. And I had to assess who was contributing to the healthy part of it and who was contributing to the not so healthy part. And it was always the same person, you know, bringing bells over here. Mm -hmm. And I really had some fear of getting rid of them. I'm just being honest. I was afraid of what they were going to do and how they were going to act. But true to form, the way a narcissist does is it was my fault. Right. And so then they wanted, they tried to tell other people and and change the, the way other people saw me and hurt who I was in the eyes of whomever, you know, and say, Oh, well, she's not this, or she's <laughs> just whatever they could to really tear my reputation down within yeah. my family, within my own circle of loved ones. And I had to say, if they know me, they know me. 
and we call that a smear campaign and that's exactly right a lot of people ask how do you deal with a smear campaign so what you did was you just let it go and you t talk about that a little bit how did I you do it i well here's what i said when it came when of course they were bringing it to me uh, initially again i'm taking it all on i got this tightness in my chest and everything and i decided if those individuals choose to believe whatever it is then those people don't need to be in your circle either That's right. so i had to assess each and every relationship independently i couldn't group them all together i had to say if you know me you know me and if you don't then you don't and i have to release you the best thing i ever did for myself is I acknowledged that I released her to live her life the way she wanted to live hers. And I had to accept myself to live my life the way I wanted to live. And so releasing was the best part of whatever I did. And so I took my own little chaos system mm -hmm. and I applied it to my own life. And um, the C, it's an acronym, basically. Tell me about and so it. The, so the C for my clients, I used it for client nurturing. But I used it, how are you nurturing yourself? Could you tell us about the system a little bit, just a little bit? Yes, a little bit. So the system is all in how I help my clients build their business. But, and it's called chaos. And so the C is for client nurturing and uh, the H is for hiring and staffing. And I'll explain how I applied it to my life in a second, but I'm just going to go through it. Yeah. So the A is for agency leadership. And then the um, O and the S is for organizational systems. Okay. So I, again, I had to go back and I just pulled the words out of each one out of the system to apply it to my life. So the client nurturing piece was how are you nurturing yourself? Love that. How do you take care and honor your spirit person? Cause I'm, 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 I'm very spiritual, but this caused me to go deeper yeah. into who I was and who I wanted to be and whether or not I wanted to take care of the spirit man who was coach Mo, who was Mernice, or whether or not I was going to allow this person to continue to destroy me because my gift to the world is who I am. And I cannot be a gift if I allow it to be destroyed. That is beautiful. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep going. You're doing good. <laughs> Thank you. So the H was all around hiring and staffing, as I said, for my clients, but I looked at it in terms of who's in your circle, not necessarily my staff, but who is it that I allow to pour into me? Yes. And again, I had to release some people just because they're still part of her web is what I call it. I had to release them as well. And that is the hard part of no contact is that you do. You so have difficult. To yeah. I had to let go. Mm -hmm. So I had to stop following them on social media. I had to stop trying to reach out to them because it wasn't about me anyway. Um, just cut off all forms of communication, but not in anger, not in anger. And I don't want you to think that it really is out of love. It's out of love for myself first but also out of love for her because she has a right to live her life any way that she chooses. That's right. Yeah. And so I have to release them out of love so that I can be the gift that I'm supposed to be and share the love that I have inside of me. And so that's kind of how I use the H part of it. Who's in my circle. Love it. And then the leadership, the agency leadership piece of it is who was I following and meaning who was I allowing to pour into me? 
you know, who was I looking to for the spiritual nurturing and for the affirmations? And so my husband is a wonderful, wonderful person. He is. And so he pours into me. He supports me. He's there for me. You know, I have a, um, I am a diabetic and I have trouble sometimes at night. I just use this example that I have low blood sugar. And if you're not a diabetic, it is the worst feeling ever. And you can't do anything. You can't walk. You can't, because it's just this overwhelming feeling of being sick. My husband often gets up at night and says, okay, do you have your glucose pills next to your bed? Three o'clock in the morning. Um, do you want me to get, normally I do with some juice just to bring my blood sugar back up. I'll get your juice. He'll put it on the bed and he just holds my hand or either he'll rock me. He'll hold me and rock me. Aww, you can't so get that kind of love. Other, you know what I mean? That's a special kind of love because I'm not sure that I would be doing that so much for him. I'm a spoiled little brat, but that's who I allow to pour into me. And though, because here's what he's shown me he's shown me true love. Yes. Rather than love based on manipulation mm-hmm. and what they, what he wants from me. Nope. It's not that at all. Is that, you know, while you're here, let me just ask you, describe to my audience, what does a healthy relationship look like between a husband and a wife? Describe that for them from your perspective as someone who's in a healthy relationship. Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I've been married 21 years and it's been a journey. It's evolved into passionate love. It's evolved into family love. And now where we are now, my son just went off to college. And so we're back to the whole dating love kind of thing. What true love is, is finding two people that are so very different, but they're able to do life together in harmony and in love. It's not always flowers and birds and you know what I mean? It's not the, all the romantic love that we always think it's about the love of being in someone's corner and knowing that you have someone else in your corner as well. It's about sometimes it's not always 50, 50, very seldom is sometimes it's 90, 10. And I mean, to me, when he gets up in the middle of the night, that's 90, 10, I, because I can't do anything and he's doing it you know, for me. And then sometimes I'm having to do 90, 10 for him. And so it's being able to give and take and see that person for the love that you want out of life. I think we all get confused with, it's always has to be the romantic love. No, it's the love that you radiate from in here Mm -hmm. to that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what I think a healthy relationship is. It, and, and truly, um, there's a scripture that says it's not envious, it's not jealous, it's not all the anger, it's, and it truly is not. Yeah. It, that's not what love is. It's not manipulation. It's not making, when you're feeling crappy every time you have an interaction with someone, that's not love. And you need to listen to your spirit, man, because he tells you every time. He's screaming, listen to me. That's yes. why you feel like crap. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's why. But we choose so often to ignore it because that person has a title of a family member or he's my husband or she's my husband or whatever. They have a title, yeah. but it doesn't give them entitlement to destroy you and who you are. 
that's exactly right. And that's exactly what I want you guys to hear today. It's uh, Coach Mo is on it. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. I really appreciate that you said that because so many people don't even know that love isn't supposed to hurt. It isn't. It isn't. Um, you know, I, I used to watch Scandal and I'm not, I don't watch it anymore, but I used to watch it. And that was one of the big scenes when Olivia was saying, love is messy and love is bloody and love hurts. And I thought she just screwed up 90% of the people in the world because people believe that love is supposed to hurt and it's not. That's right. I agree. 100%. It's not. And I, and it just sticks out to me because I am always, I try, I've always tried to come from a position of love. To most people, I do, but it has not always been given back to me. Right. And so that's when you get into the, all the other things. But I just thought, wow, she just screwed up a lot of people <laughs> because they believe what they see on TV, right? We believe what we see on TV. And they're going to believe that love is supposed to hurt. It's supposed right. to be messy and bloody, and it, it is not. Exactly. So what do you recommend for people who find themselves in the position you found yourself in when someone didn't give the love back? What should they do? Yeah. Um, I think number one, and I recommend it because it's what I did. You need to take a personal inventory and a personal assessment of what you want from your own life and what your expectations are in terms of love, because it's very clear. You, you know, and I, I always suggest learning how to be still so that you can listen to that spirit person from the inside because it's there you can deny it all you want, but it's there. And if you're not being quiet enough to hear so that you can create your own inventory or your own assessment, then you're not truly going to be able to find that love and find out what it is you want. Um, and how do you get it from others? Because you're only going to get from others what you require of them. That's right. So, if you don't require that they love and respect you in a place that you want, that you're comfortable with, then you're not going to receive it. See, you and I, we required that we be treated the way that we desire, which is why we were able to be a survivor yes. of a, in a narcissistic abusive relationship rather than continuing to be a victim. Exactly. But so many of us, we don't, they don't, we don't know that, Angie. And that's why we need you. That's why we need this show. That's why we need this channel so that we can understand that we have a right to be happy and receive and express love the way that we desire. Yeah. And, and just because you are not, you know, just because you feel worthless doesn't mean you are worthless. The fact that you're right. existing on this planet makes you worthy, right? Absolutely. 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 Thank you for saying that. I, I love that too. That's beautiful. Absolutely. You're here. And so you have a purpose. Um, I was at a conference this past weekend and one of the speakers, she said, you know, your purpose is to figure out what gifts, talents, skills, and abilities that you have. So what's your D GTSA is what she used it um, to spread love and harmony, to create an impact in the world. Yes. And I thought that was so beautiful. Because she's right. So your purpose, stop trying to look for it. <laughs> because you already have it. It's already inside of you. You just need to figure out how to use your gifts, your talents, your skills, and your abilities to make an impact on the community. And I commend you because that's what you've done. You figured out how to use your gifts, your talents, your skills, and your abilities to create this community for people who are going through a narcissistic abusive relationship and how to become a survivor. 
And I would like to add that everybody can do that. It's not, you know what, if you listen, Mernice calls it your, or Coach Mo (laughs) calls it your your inner spirit person. I call it your intuition or your higher self or whatever. It's all the same thing. It It is. is. Listen to yourself. If you feel yucky on the inside about something, there's a reason. Dig into it. Yeah, yeah. And so let me just share the last, which which is the systems, the organization and the system piece of it. For me, it was about what is I what was I doing on a daily basis to affirm myself and build myself up? Because really and truly that's how you survive. Yes. You have to build, you have to work on yourself. And so whatever that looks like for you, for me, it was learning how to meditate and be still and calm so that I could hear my inner spirit. Um, it was learning how to use affirmations and how to apply scriptures um, into my life so that I could rebuild that spiritual person. And also how I could see and express love differently. Talk about that really quick for me. Tell me, tell me more mm-hmm. about that. Well, I believe that love doesn't always come in a physical form. I believe that love is expressed every day, all day long. It's the way you receive it. And so I believe that love is being expressed to me right now. I'm in Atlanta and the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. That's love to me. Yes. Love it. My higher being (laughs) just expressed love to me because he allowed us to have sunshine today and it's warm outside. So that's love to me. I'm living in a home that's safe and I'm not afraid. And so that's love expressed for me. My husband, he's out of town working so that he can provide for his family. That's love for me. Yes. And, and along the same lines, I, you're the same places. I call it great gratitude. Same deal. Yeah, it's gratitude. Yes. Being grateful. Yeah. So this yes. is why I tell you guys every day, 10 things you love, uh, 10 things you're grateful for and three things you love about yourself every day, write it down or say it out loud. I love it. Yes. Change I do heart, the same right? thing. Absolutely. If you change your mind, you will change your world. And that's what I did. I just changed my mind and I call it gratitude. So, and I do it every night before I go to bed, I write down the five things that I'm grateful for. And it may not be so super spiritual. It may be that I got to eat an ice cream sandwich because I am a diabetic and I don't often get sweets. So... Hey, it's the small things, right? Yeah, it's the small small things. things. Or I went and got a mani-pedi today. Or I talked to you and we had an awesome relationship. I mean, we had an awesome conversation. To me, I'm grateful for that because there's a reason that our paths cross. I don't take anything for granted ever again. Everything has a purpose and a reason in life. I am the same way. And sometimes we don't understand the reason or the purpose, but if we can find the silver lining, right? Absolutely. There's a reason that we're supposed to be here and support one another and build each other up. So I I thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, this is great. My pleasure. Listen, I have to say, you have been (laughs) so fun today. I want everybody to know that I met Coach Mo through my through Universal Universal Coach Institute. Yeah. Let me try to say mm-hmm. it right. With Coach Aisha, who we all we both love. We both, love. Yes. Yes. We both agree she's amazing. So if anyone has thought about becoming a life coach or becoming certified as a life coach, we suggest UCI. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll try to remember to put the uh, URL on the screen here. At this yeah. Point. We'll see. Yeah, that's great. Because I actually did the. Uh, certified business coaching mm-hmm. and the transformational life coaching um, certification as well. Yes. It is a wonderful program and 
worth your time, worth your effort. Don't, you know, you, they have, she has like a, a system. One of them is like where she does the, you can do a self-study thing, but I recommend the live study personally because you actually, I think you get more out of it. Would you agree? I did, excuse me, I did both. And it, well, it's called the boot camp, but I will tell you, the boot camp is not really self-study because she's still very active in terms of weekly phone calls and following up and forums. And so I didn't really feel like I wasn't in a class. Okay, good. yeah. That's <laughs> she's just amazing. She is. She's just amazing. I totally agree. I love her. She's yeah. been wonderful for me. So, um, all right. So I think maybe we're ready to do our lightning round really quick. It's time for the lightning round. Yes, go. Let's go. Pet peeps. Snarky people. Favorite flower. Roses. Ooh, I like roses too. Uh, do you have tattoos? No. Good. Um, I have three. <laughs> They're all hideable. Okay. <laughs> uh, how do you like your steak? Uh, medium well. Okay. What's the best TV on the show on TV right now? Orange is the new black. Ooh, I like that show too. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite YouTube channel? Uh, Angie Atkinson. Hey. <laughs> Not that she's biased or anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, least favorite food? Oh, beets. Ooh, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, favorite beach in the world? Oh crap! Uh, uh, oh, Bahamas. I was on the Bahamas. Uh, what was it called? Oh crap! I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, I was on in the Bahamas. Okay, I can think of that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, silver or gold? Oh, silver. Me too. Um, <laughs> sneakers or heels? Heels. I didn't put flip flops in there, but that's one of my favorites. But I, I'm a heels girl too. <laughs> I'm a heels girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay, so really quickly, is there anything else you'd like my audience to know about your business? Anything you want to throw out there, offers you might have, or anything like that? Yeah. So right now we are right in the middle of a promotion. We are launching our Women's Speak Connections Mastermind. So many women have come to me and said, you know, the the network meetings are great but they need a little bit more. They want some one-on-one -on -one interaction in a closed-knit group where they can be supported by other like-minded women. And so here we are, April 12th will be our first Women Speak Connections Mastermind. We have two, so we have one for women entrepreneurs, and then I have a second one called WAM, and it's for women agency owners. And so it's specifically for women in insurance and financial services nice. who are looking for that accountability, they want peer-to-peer help um, they want business ideas so all of that launches April 12th you can find all that information on my website it'll be on moniceoliver.com as well as womenspeakconnections.com so I'm really excited about that we'll be doing that a monthly uh, mastermind group awesome we will link to those in the comment uh, in the description below everybody thank you my pleasure Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking with me and my people today. Um, I'm really excited. Great. Yeah, it's been great. You, you've given some wonderful answers. I really love the opportunity to be able to share other coaches with my audience because I think it helps them to, not everybody connects with me. You know what I'm saying? Some people want to connect with a different kind of coach. Um, Mernice, we will, Coach Mo, we will make sure that your, your channel is linked right here in this video. Okay. Awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right this has been so much fun um is there any last words are there any last words you'd like to leave with 
with the audience yeah. today? I, you know, I just want to share that there is always hope. And, you know, you can choose the path that you want for your own life. One of my favorite quotes, and I'll end with this, is um, all great change is preceded by chaos. And that's Deepak Chopra. And so you can understand that just because right now you have chaos in your life, it's because you are being prompted for great change in your life right now. I love it so much. Excellent. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful week. And uh, until next time. All right. Take care. Thank you. Have a good one. Don't forget to check out Coach Mo's links below and subscribe if you haven't yet. Thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. See you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot, take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.